The real challenge is creating that sustainable self-process throughout the year. Hello, High Achiever. Welcome to the Inside Job Journey podcast. I'm Tiana, a certified professional coach. I work with highly effective and driven people that are always striving for more, helping them define what that more is and learning what they really want. In this podcast, I want to bring you on a discovery journey where you can learn more about what's driving you to never settle. Hello, high achievers, and welcome to a new episode of the Inside Job Journey podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest for you. It's Lisa Tong. She's like a rethinking partner. She likes to create opportunities for thinking and the application of thinking to create something better. So welcome. Hi, Tiana. Hi, everyone. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. And what I wanted to start with with you is what I've noticed in the last few weeks. It's um, this increasing anxiety from people because we are getting toward the end of the year. A lot of things are happening. And what I see a lot is that people feel like they haven't completed everything that they put together at the beginning of the year. They had a perfect idea of how the year will look like and then life happens. So I've noticed a lot of perfectionism coming up through my discussions. Have you seen anything like that? I've seen it. It's very common in both personal and professional goals, um, for sure. And people going through their checklist now kind of thing and just evaluating what's happened, where they are, uh, it's almost like we created this cycle for ourselves kind of interesting observation but yeah absolutely it's i think people will feel it more keenly especially coming into december right so for sure definitely and what we also discussed is this um version of perfectionism that it's definitely different for everyone because my perfectionism it's definitely different from anyone else's. So um, do we want to explore a little bit that because you had some interesting thoughts about that? Well, what is perfect, right? What does perfect mean? I think that's a, like in the fine dictionary standard, you'll have the standard definition, but what does it mean for you relative to your personal goals? And I think exploring the definition of perfect and achieved have to come hand in hand, right? Like at the very end, can you achieve something without being perfect? Could you achieve something and yet is it perfect up here? Is it perfect in your heart? Where is it perfect, right? And so this application of perfect is so broad. Um, But I think we hold ourselves to perfect in every standard, right? It has to be perfect technically, has to be perfect, you know, financially, has to be perfect from a feeling. So, I think that's what we want to explore today. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So, so much, uh, so many layers to perfectionism. I think it's incredible how um, people will think about different parts of their life and have those high expectations and thinking about perfectionism as something that keeps them in check, something that 
it's kind of useful because you want to strive for the perfection, you want to improve, but improvement and perfectionism, and as you say, the achievement, it's very different, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And also, I think it's also how you're measuring it, right? Can you define what perfectionism is? If you can't define it, how can you measure it? Right? So there's all these questions. Like if you just threw out there, it's like, oh, but I wasn't perfect. Oh, I didn't achieve it. Then as thought leaders, right? As a coach, as a leader, as a parent, let's tease that thinking out for your client, for your teammate, for your child, right? Just explore a little more. Have them think about what they really mean. And then they won't feel so bad because at the very end, we have this defined expectation from what perfect needs to be, what it should be. And yet when you challenge it back, have we really thought of it deeply, right? And so I think that's the opportunity now. Yeah, and it opens up so much because then you start seeing things from a different perspective and you start uh, redefining what good is and perfect, letting a little bit go of that idea of perfection because you say achieving something, it's not always equal to perfection because we we want to have that thought of, having everything perfectly figured out, everything yeah. Uh, yeah. perfectly in place, everything working uh, uh, smoothly. But the reality is that perfection, it's something so immaterial. There is nothing that you can say, this is perfect. That's the word, yeah. It's very abstract as well. You can't feel it exactly without really analyzing it and it's actually three-dimensional right because is it perfect at the end is it perfect in the process is it process like where does perfect show up right and so that's where that multi-dimensional abstract like you said it's it's so broad as a definition i think to hold ourselves to that standard is impossible and you mentioned these bigger uh, broader way of exploring and getting into that perspective of what it means for the different people and as you go deeper it may not be even perfectionism it may be something completely different and sometimes we as we say it we think as perfectionism as something to reach. Mm. And you mentioned, you know, the journey, the process. There's so much more to it than just that end perfect results that probably doesn't even exist. You know, the, the quote that says, done it's better than perfect and never done, I mean. It's it's really powerful as a thinking. Yeah, which is why, like, if we're holding ourselves to checklists at the end of the year, that's really hard, right? Because you're only measuring the end state, right? And it's not even that you're not measuring process. You're not measuring progress. You're not measuring learning, 
right? So if we're going to hold just the end outcome as the most important piece, you miss everything else in between, right? And so I think that's a hard one. And that's where like in HR, even with organizations, when they set yearly goals, it's the same thing, right? You have one goal at the end of the year, maybe three. <laughs> what about the middle stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, um, that's why important for me also to to build those tools to not find yourself at the end of the year thinking about that. So even the organization, regular check-ins and monthly discussion about the goals, are those still relevant? Are those really what we need to do? Maybe we need to refocus on something else. And also in personal development, I think, we need to build that kind of mentality and mindset to really check in frequently. Yeah. And so what are some of the things that someone can do to keep that perfectionism in check during the year so that it doesn't get to the anxiety level at the end of the year? So you mentioned one is just regular check-ins throughout the year. But the other one I think that's really interesting is how you look at it. So in organizations, right, there's a frame where we call people, process, and tools, right? So at the end, there's sometimes you just want to produce a product. But what happened to the people? Are they happy about it, right? Are they engaged? What happened to the processes? Are things easy, smooth? Apply that to yourself, right? Think about impact. So that's the people piece. Who have I made impact to and for? right? So it's not the outcome necessarily, but think about my progress is making impact to people one. Am I learning? That's the process piece, right? What's the growth journey, right? And then finally, yeah, how close the outcomes? Can we break it down in little bite sizes? So if you're looking at three different lenses throughout, like almost do a grid, right? Like, you know, in January, what's the impact I made to people? Who did I make impact to? Where? What am I learning? What's my growth? And then finally, what is it that I really want to celebrate, achieve, right? And then every month you have Jan, Feb, March, right? So like, I mean, at least if you put it on a grid, you'll keep this frame in mind and just check in every once in a while with yourself, with a partner, with a peer and, and see how you're progressing. Oh, that's something that really stands out for me. And through my conversation in this podcast, I've noticed that as a common team is that we often check in with ourselves, but we don't always have the full picture. We sometimes have our own biases about ourselves, our own self-limitations. So the fact that you mentioned peers, partner, family, kids, even people yeah. that can really give you that feedback and that, um, yeah, I love that. Yeah. And that's why, you know, in coaching, we talk about it's so important how people need a coach, can use a coach. It's the mirror. So as leaders ourselves, as coaches ourselves, just as people, right, having that mirror, and it could just be one question, right? It's like, hey, this month, what impact can you see I've made this month, right? Or what do you want to share about me that you've enjoyed this month? And it's just as simple as that, that you're just getting check-ins, right? For yourself that you just celebrate. Yeah, and that's the other part, the celebration. We often wait for big things to happen yeah. to celebrate, like yeah. that promotion, that yeah. big thing, big achievement. But in it's in the small things that yeah. the real happiness 
is and it's for sure and it's cumulative right and that's what will keep you in check it's just like you want to get from point a to point b you don't check in at the end you know to see how far off you were right if you're always checking in you can always calibrate back so in essence it's actually a calibration tool as much as a celebration tool right so and that's what staying in check with i'm not checking perfect at the end i'm checking progress over perfect right so that's where you have to trade off and understand hey let's look at it a different way oh my gosh and yes that's something that i i didn't think about the calibration of where you are how you feel what are you thinking um can really help you get a hold of that feeling of needing to get to perfection and really uh, help you think through and we we discuss a lot about having a coach because a coach can really facilitate this but even if you do it by yourself it's already a big value because you're starting to look at things that previously you may not have been looking at yeah and I think the interesting thing about it is like when you say, oh, well, what are things we can do? There's tons. The question, though, is how intentional are you to, to do it? Right. And we know at the end of the year, because there's like this big thing about, all right, let's check in on our goals. Let's create new resolutions. Those are big moments in culture. Right. Culturally, we just do that. But the, the real challenge is creating that sustainable self-process throughout the year. We know it up here, but so many people have challenges really executing it. So it's nice in theory, but you gotta set a plan to practice to do it, right? That's the next gap, I'd say, right? So yeah, super interesting conversation about just how many things need to fall into place for you to make it happen. Definitely. And if I think about it, you you said it, we like to think about new years as uh, this new start big resolutions but it's in the small actions that you keep consistently doing that you can really make it happen and and it's crazy how we still as a society have that idea of the new year as a new beginning but in reality it's like if you don't do it through the year, yeah. Yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. And so that's why I always think about, and it's, it's an interesting theory we talk about this, like birthdays, Mother's Day. Why do we need to celebrate like Mother's Day? You should constantly be appreciating your mother throughout the year, right? It's the same concept. You want to be celebrating, calibrating, appreciating yourself throughout the whole year and it just have to be a moment in time right so it's it's that same mentality for us to get away from moments like big moments right find their things like 50 year anniversaries great yeah. but <laughs> but everything else right i'm like how can you create habits sustainable behavior just so that it's constant and it's critical habits because 40 percent of what we do it's out of habits and if we don't change or don't implement the right ones we will just go about our day and just do things without even thinking and there is always a comfortable thing to do yeah Yeah. 
but yeah. is it the right thing to do? And exactly. is it really helping me to get where I want to go? Yeah, yeah. So I think the question at play with perfectionism is really what's perfect for me now in two weeks? Let me check in, right? Like that's the question. What's the perfect for me, right? For me, because it's my definition, right? In two weeks time, let's check in. What's perfect for me in a month's time? Let's check in, right? So just to calibrate both definition as well as application of frequency, right? So there's a lot around this perfectionism that so broad that you you have to narrow down for yourself yeah yeah and what i like about that is that we are not stigmatizing yes. the fact that you want yeah. that it's really redefining and reshaping it and making yep. it yep. more centered to who you want to be yep yep and then <laughs> this sounds funny but Tell me people about it so that they don't impose their perfection, society's perfection on you. So you're almost setting up a boundary of, hey, I've defined perfect for me. Hi, right? You can't touch it. This is mine. I'm proud of it, right? And so you're actually reinforcing your own definition of perfect and not allowing other people's definitions and society definitions to impose on it, right? So it's, it's standing that up and being proud and firm about it is the next step to really, you know? Yeah, that's the interesting thing. That makes me really think about how that in return will build on your self-confidence because the more you think about your own definition of success and perfection and whatever you want to do with your life, the less you are pressured by the other standards that are out there that, define for you you have to do this by this age you have to be this person you have to look this way you have to talk this way yeah and I think the more people that can stand up and say that the more they'll be setting examples for others to do the same right yeah so like I mean it's just there's so much around this idea that's applicable that people can do and step forward in so much and you mentioned about also the part the parent of setting the example for your kids and i think the new generations are so much smarter in that sense because it's true they're more pressured because there is so much information and so much sharing so there are certain pressures of society to them more than us where there was no social media or anything that you could compare yourself every time that you open your phone because we didn't have those phones but they they are also in a in a sense more awake if i may say so because they don't accept things just because or at least my kids don't. They're like fighting me over everything. Yeah, yeah, I know. Same with mine. I think they're willing to experiment more, right? Like this generation for them, they see other people doing different things, cr crazy things sometimes, but different things, right? Everyone's trying to just show up and be themselves and be different. So for them, I'm almost like thinking, you can try it within boundaries, right? And so it's like, 
one extreme to the other. So I, my generation is definitely like very bound, like very careful, right? My kids' generation is like, ah, they're out there. But that's why some middle ground between everyone is you can learn from them. They can learn from us and talk through it, right? So with my kids, it's just like throw like at dinner is the best moment. Phones away. Let's have a discussion. And I'll throw a question out there like, hey, what does perfect mean? Which is perfect and have every like so it's a real thought discussion at the dinner table. There's so many questions that you could explore with, you know, younger children, older children. I think it's a fascinating moment to have them consider it. Yeah. And I, I was thinking about my own um kids and a discussion that I had recently with the older one was like around not wanting to be to do something to be average and there was this idea that you know i need to excel and i i was thinking okay that's what i thought so it's interesting how we can now see patterns better now that we have done some self discovery some training something specifically into this area to really see things and say wait what it means to be exceptional in something what it means now because of course you can be exceptional if you start doing something and you find that it's something that gives you happiness and gives you fulfillment you can become exceptional but if your idea of exceptional as perfect is that big question mark that you haven't defined, it's hard to to be exceptional. Yeah, it's a moving target, right? So I think being short goals, perfect for now, right? And perfect for later is too far off, right? I think to think it's perfect for now, perfect for me, is good enough right because there's so many things happening in our lives a month two months, even a year right like if you think what happened last year to now where are we now as people as a society right like oh my gosh nothing is the same nothing is as we predicted right so yes it's nice to have really great long-term plans but you also need shorter midterm plans that define where perfect for you in the moment will get you to perfect in the future right this continuous check-ins and redefining and rethinking about what it means to you i think that's the key takeaway for me from this discussion it's really that opportunity to give yourself credit to check yourself and adjust if you need to Yep. And I like your comment at the beginning because you're like, oh, just starting the podcast, but you wanted the logo to be perfect, this to be perfect. But you know what? At some point, you just got to do it and trust that perfection will evolve and it will show up. For some people, they love it as it is. It's perfect for them right now, right like this. Right. And so your definition of perfect versus your listener's definition of perfect, it well, might not be the same. Right. And so. Sometimes you just got to trust yourself that you're perfect right now is good enough. Oh my gosh. <laughs> trust yourself. Yes. 
trust yourself, but check yourself in because you may have a distorted version of yourself. So it's, yeah. Oh my gosh. So much uh, to discover in those conversations. I mean, I love having you here because thinking through it and really speaking it out, it really opens up so many possibilities, possible um, outcomes and possible things that we can take as actions. For sure, um, for sure. Yeah. And I mean, the only one thing I would say is because there's so many ideas that we talked about, Tiana, it's more like pick one that you think would be useful for you and just practice that over the next two weeks. Pick one, right? Be intentional about it. Say over the next two weeks, I'm going to be very intentional about this and then work on it, right? Because there's so many things when we talk about self-improvement that we want to do. That Same thing, right? New Year's resolution. Why does it have to be a giant? It could be one, but why at that moment, right? Why is it a list? So, yeah, just pick one. Oh, I love that you mentioned that because we, when we listen to things, we read things and we often feel like paralyzed by the many things that you can do that you end up not doing it because where do I start? What do I do? And the small, the smallest step just to get that momentum. And once that it's implemented and that's like part of your habits, you add up. Yeah, that's it, right? It's the little micro habits that you want to habitualize and make intentional and build on it right for sure yes absolutely so i think that we we gave a lot of food for thought for our listeners yeah i think there is so much here that um i would love to invite you back another day because i think there is so much more that we can cover and we may check in to see how things are progressing if we are hearing the same kind of pressuring <laughs> topics or if there is something different that we need to address. Absolutely. Anytime. And yes, let's check in, right? Let's pick something and then we'll check in in two weeks. Thank you so much, Lisa. It was really an honor to have you here with me. Thank you, Tiana. This episode is over. However, you can like, subscribe and follow for more content. And I'm happy to announce an amazing giveaway. For every like and share, you will gain five points. Tag me on social media or send me a screen. And the top three engagers until end of December will have an amazing opportunity to work with me. First prize, two sessions of 45 minutes each to brainstorm and set up your 2023 goals. Achieve anything you want in the new year with my strategic support and review. Second prize, one session of 45 minutes to review your 2023 goals and one follow-up feedback via email. Third prize, share your goal via email and get feedback and suggestions in one week.